1: I told him that two things I told him. One, my wife didn't like the idea of cutting down a tree once we saw how big it was in in our yard. The second thing I told him was it was unusable. Why? Because I found out that he improperly rebuilt it.
2: This is the plaintiff, John. He says he sold a ham radio antenna to the defendant, an amateur ham operator, and the guy won't pay him. The guy also dropped the thing off on his property and ruined it. And he's here in the name of what's right and just suing for the $2,384.85 he is owed. is the defendant, Bill. He says the antenna in question is a rebuilt antenna. He was never told it wasn't new and the thing was useless to him. The plaintiff is the one who cheated him and he owes this act nothing. He's accused of hamming it up. The defendant has filed a countersuit for $3,318.08. The amount, he's now out. All parties. Please raise your right hands. What you are about to witness is real. The participants are not actors. They are actual litigants with a case pending in civil court. Both parties have agreed to drop their claims and have their cases settled here before Judge Marilyn Million in our forum, the People's Court.
3: People's Court is now in session. The Honorable Judge Marilyn Millian is now presiding. Litigants have been sworn, Your Honor.
4: Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome. All right, uh, Mr. John, you're suing Mr. Bill for $2,384 that you say you're out as the result of a sale of an antenna for 1715 that he didn't pay for, and you have a counterclaim against him for your time and punitive damages for harassment. Let me hear from you first, Mr. John. What was it that you sold to him, and how is it that the two of you came in contact?
5: This is an amateur radio antenna. It's um, commercially Manufactured, and i had in possession of this new antenna and when you say new how old
4: was the antenna
5: it was new all all the components that were damaged by the defendant are okay we're not don't get ahead
4: of yourself i want to know what it is you sold him first so first tell me when you say it was new how much did this antenna cost you
5: uh the the antenna cost me over three thousand dollars
4: okay and how long did you have it in your possession
5: not even six months
4: so, so why on earth months. would you sell it for 17 whatever if you paid almost
5: double that? Because I had a larger antenna and I wanted to get rid of it.
4: Show me the evidence of when that antenna was purchased by you.
5: Um, I don't have the original receipt when the antenna was purchased by If myself. it's new, if it's got, only
4: six months old, why don't you have the original receipt?
5: The uh, answer is because I paid $3,000 cash. And to this who? was bought from an individual. To an individual at an amateur radio flea market. And it was new in the box, never taken out until it was presented so, to the defendant. So
4: are you trying to and say I can, that person not receipts?
5: Well, it was at a flea market. You don't get receipts. So then how do you
4: market. know it was new?
5: Because it was new in the box. I inspected it. And I've got the hardware right here that I could show you.
4: Why do you have the hardware? That, that
5: it's because it's brand new. You know, because but you can I see thought the you sold it
4: to the so. defendant. So wouldn't that hardware have gone with him?
5: Yeah, the hardware went with him, but, but he, he returned it.
4: Okay. All right. So tell me what happens. He He comes. The defendant comes to your house along with another individual. The other individual bought something and that sale went fine. And then this gentleman then sees this antenna and wants it and you give it to him without him paying anything or he pays you with. Tell me how it went down.
5: No, his uh, his partner uh, vouched for him that he was good for taking a check for the $1,715.
4: So he gave you a check for $1,715? Correct. And then what happens?
5: Uh, He took the antenna home, and a day or two later, I hear back that uh, he cannot use the antenna and that he was going to return it. What reason did he
4: give you for not being able to use it and wanting to return it?
5: Well, uh, his wife wouldn't let him trim a tree. Okay, so, Mr. Bill, uh, let me
4: ask you, what was the reason you gave him for not being able to use the antenna?
1: I told him that two things. I told him one, my wife didn't like the idea of cutting down a tree once we saw how big it was in in our yard. The second thing I told him was it was unusable. Why? Because I found out that he improperly rebuilt it. I purchased the (laughs) antenna on January 3rd. And the mention was made, and it was an old antenna. You could tell from looking at the fiberglass covers that had been in the air many years. And the mention was made, the antenna was not returnable. I wouldn't take in the thing. It was very Well, this is
6: a
4: private, it well, as in, really wait, private. hold on one second. You're buying, you know, when you say it's not returnable, he's not Macy's, you know. He's a private individual selling you something that you believed was new or used at the time that you bought it.
1: I believe it was used. He told me it was rebuilt and he put all new parts in it.
4: He told you he put all new parts in it?
1: In the moving stuff on top of the antenna, correct.
4: In the in the what stuff on top of the antenna?
1: Okay, the The antenna has a bunch of moving parts on top of the antenna up 60 feet in the air. And if those become wet and waterlogged and damaged, they're totally useless. the what I determined from talking to local professionals was that 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 was not properly rebuilt. He put some kind of goop on the antenna. And that goop is not an authorized repair per my local uh, RV dealer who deals with fiberglass stuff in the air all the time. But you got all that evidence
4: way after your wife said you're not cutting down the tree. Like, in other words, you wanted to return it before you got that evidence. And let me ask you, Mr. John, according to you, all he said was, my wife won't allow me to take down the tree, correct? Correct. When was the first time that you heard him say, oh, you've rebuilt this incorrectly? Never. Okay, so you're hearing that for the first time here? Absolutely. Did you ever rebuild anything on this antenna? No. Okay, now, according to your evidence, Mr. Bill, who is the gentleman who you had put this together for court? He works. What is his job at the RV place?
1: Okay, so the there are two persons I contacted, Your Honor. The first person was the service manager at the RV facility, who who first told me that be that that goop on the antenna was. was Can not I have usable. a picture of the goop? Antenna. I'm
4: having trouble finding a picture of the goop. I find all kinds of. Um, I, I don't have
1: a picture of the goop. Well, where did all these the other goop?
4: pictures come from? What's this picture that I I'm looking have, at right here?
1: That's his picture of the of the device showing the different pieces.
4: OK, well, the, here's the, so show uh, me what I'm supposed to say. Where's the, the, the goop? motor housing? Where is the goop? The motor I want to see the goop. Point out the goop to me. I'm not seeing goop.
1: I do not have a picture of that goop. I only have a witness opinion of Dan sitting next to me that could testify he saw it.
4: Yeah, go ahead. And who's Dan, though? Is Dan the person who put this... Is Dan the expert?
1: Dan is the person who drove the, me down in the truck and brought me back.
4: Okay, so he's the one who had a successful sale with the plaintiff. Yes. Okay, I want to yeah. talk to Dan. Put Dan on. Okay. This is Dan. Okay, Dan. So you were there the day of that orig- of the original sale in this case, right? Yes. All right. Did, uh, was this being sold to him as new or as used and worked on by the plaintiff?
2: As used.
4: As used and worked on. Okay. Yes. And um, did he say where it had been used?
2: I did not engage in that conversation, but I looked at the box and and uh, saw that it was covered with some kind of an RTV and. What's an RTV? Was, I, I mean, well, goop. <laughs>
4: So the box had sealant? The box had goop?
2: The motor, this part that you just saw. The, oh, the, so you guys could the see that from unit. the beginning? Yes.
4: Okay. Uh, Mr. Bill, you know, according to your friend Dan, it was obvious that there was goop on the box and that you could see it. So when, when this side says it's brand new, I expect that side to say, yeah, he told me it was brand new, but it wasn't. You know, but you're telling me he told you it was used. He, you're telling me he told you it was worked on. So clearly he didn't lie about it being new to you because even you don't say that. And then you're telling me and your partner, te- your friend is telling me that you could tell that it had been worked on and it had been worked on with goop. So, As soon so he knew what he was- those are you. You problems. They're not they're not John problems. But now, John, he texts you and he says, couldn't get you on phone. So I need to bring back the antenna. Glad you said you had other buyers. We looked at together today, wife and I, measured. The tree will have to be removed that I thought I could trim and the wife does not agree to that. So my funding of course is frozen. I would like to drive the antenna back down, leaving now, so you can get it moved to the other guy. Where's all the part about this is damaged? this won't work? Right, so. Remember how you told me you had two, you told him from the beginning there were two reasons, but you didn't tell him from the beginning there were two reasons, that's not true. He says, are you kidding or what, Bill? Other guys are gone now. They moved on to other deals. They were probably never other guys. You can pay me when your funds are unfrozen. This deal is done, Bill, and I have no other buyers. Short answer is no, I'm not paying. I cannot use it, and you did not specify no returns. Well, as it turns out, that's not really a legal leg for you to stand on because he doesn't have to specify no returns. The default position of any used item that you purchase person-to-person like that is always going to be no returns. It's always going to be buyer beware. It's always going to be the default position is as is, even if there is no language saying as is. Stop payment is sure and I'll do that if I have to. The account has NSF, non-sufficient funds, so it cannot go through anyway. I would like you to have the merchandise back inside your fence as a gentleman with my check returned. Please advise how I can do that. And the fun and games continue from there. So now you end up driving back and depositing the antenna in his yard. Tell me about that, Mr. Bill.
1: Actually, he would not talk to me about it. He called Dan and told Dan that we could bring it back and arrive at a certain time on about noon-ish on January 5th. Uh, So we did that.
4: I'd I'd like to speak to Dan. Hi, Dan. Tell me what John and you arranged about the the delivering of the antenna. Uh,
2: John said to me, He says, You're the only reason I'm letting Bill return this antenna.
4: Okay. And then but see, John didn't never really allowed him to return the antenna. He always wanted to get paid at a minimum a restocking fee, correct, John? Yes. What happened with the police? You called the police when?
5: Okay. um, probably a day after. I actually contacted the the county attorney office about the the check being NSF. And the, um, I wanted a, originally a restock fee after the antenna was suspected for electrical damage. And that's what I determined later that it was damaged. Okay, so according to you,
4: this comes back and it's
5: damaged. Correct. Apparently, internally, as you can see inside of this, this is a motor housing with a motor and tape. And when I took the covers off for inspection after it was returned, that's the picture you see in evidence of showing all that mess in the barrel. Hold on. One second. Hold on. Hold there. on.
4: Hold on. Let me see that. Okay. What is this? There you go. What is that?
5: That is the, it, that is the internals of each of these housings. There are three of these for this antenna and one of the other pictures, you'll see where, what it's supposed to look like all reeled up, nice and neat. Yeah. So, so the other picture is, is the new picture, how it looked. And then when I got it back, it looked like what it was in the trash plus the motor, which you cannot see, was shorted out because it was connected incorrectly.
4: So according to you, that antenna was connected?
5: Correct. It was, it was tested out with the controller, and this is what the controller looks like. So it's all electronics. If you don't wire that properly, it will short the motors
0: out.
4: Show me evidence that you have said that before today.
0: That's A-N-G-I dot com. You're
4: saying it got returned that way. So I presume that there is an immediate text or an immediate email to Bill saying, what did you guys do? You shorted this. It's worthless. Uh, and I now, because your position is you had to spend $2,000 for an item that you sold for $1,700.
5: No, there, there, there wasn't any need for it because he presented the NSF check. And no, I did not have no I'll sue. be the
4: judge of whether there's so. a need for it. You're suing for two thousand dollars because, according to you, you had to replace all those. So, yeah, I find there's a need for me to make sure that's true. So don't tell me there's not a need for it, because if I don't see it, I start to think that maybe this is made up. So is there an email or a text where you immediately say blah, blah, blah?
5: No, what I was stating was there wasn't a need for me to send him something as he did not pay for it. Okay. So all I was pursuing. So did you or did, did? So the answer is
4: no. You didn't say to Dan. Right. You never not, called no. Dan. Dan. No, I didn't call give Dan. Me Dan, Dan back. Anymore. Can I have Dan back? Switch Dan back. Dan, did you ever hear from John again after the return?
7: Uh, no, no, ma'am.
2: I did not hear. But how about that, later on? Did you that, ever hear that,
4: anything that, about it being damaged? No. How about you, Bill? Did you ever set the thing up or, or, or put it in or um, at your house?
1: No, ma'am. I what? never touched a single cable or anything.
4: Okay, gentlemen, here's what's going to happen. I advise you, Bill, to be more careful when you're buying something from a private party. Because whether or not you have paperwork and whether or not the person specifies it, it is a buyer beware situation. It is by default under operation of law and as is sale. So normally, in a case like this, I would say you're going to have to pay the 1715, and you would still have the thing in your possession. But you don't have the thing in your possession. You sent it back. Now, I don't reward people for dumping, you know, stuff on someone's front lawn. So that would be something a judge would take into consideration. In this case, it wasn't dumped. It was actually returned, you know, because everybody's trying to mitigate their losses here. I mean, John still maintains that you're supposed to pay for it. But then what happens is I can't even tell you give him back his antenna, John, because you have now worked on the antenna, according to you. According to you, you have put an additional 2,000-something into it, and that's what you're suing him for. So you've morphed the antenna into something that I can't just say, give him back the antenna. And so you've, yeah. you've changed the item. So I can't order him to, to take it from me. That was a risky thing if I believed it had happened, which I got to be honest with you. I'm not sure that I do because you don't react like a man who that happened to. The irony is that I kind of believe that maybe that 2000 something didn't actually happen. But because you say it happened, there's a consequence to that. You have morphed the original item and you can't give it to him for me to order him to pay you. So where are we? I know there's a twelve dollar return check fee. I know you had been originally with the police and the attorney general demanding a restocking fee. I don't think that's um, unreasonable of you to request that on your counterclaim you're charging for mileage whose fault is that you decided to drive somewhere and buy something that's he's not going to pay you for that you you want to sue for five hundred dollars in attorney's fees that's not compensable here and you want to charge punitive damages for harassment for six months because a sale that you impulsively entered into didn't work out so well what's the harassment that he that he wanted to get paid On your counterclaim against him, zero. On his claim against you, $355. Verdict for the plaintiff for a restocking fee.
5: Thank you, Your Honor.
7: Thank you, Your Honor. So the plaintiff in this case only gets $355 back from the defendant. uh, John prevails here. Uh, Bill, with his uh, countersuit of $3,300, gets nothing. What do you think?
1: Well, I would have thought that
7: the— I would have thought that it should have been returned, but the judge is the judge. Absolutely, the judge is the judge, and uh, unfortunately, you can't you can't recover that money. I'm sorry. This became a very complex deal. I know, uh, John. Let me how you ask you how you feel about this. You're only getting $355 back. Uh, you wanted $2,300, but uh, what are you thinking right now? Well, um,
5: I don't really look at it that I was only getting uh, that amount back. The restocking fee. Um, what I wanted the judge to understand was. Uh, there's a lot of uh, complexity to the antenna.
7: All right. Well, listen, congratulations. You get $355 for your efforts.
8: Well, Doug, look, we should talk about for a second what an as-is sale means. And it means that when you buy something, you're stuck no matter what it is uh, and no matter how the defects uh, impair your ability to use the product um, unless there's proof of fraud. And to get fraud, you have to prove there is a an omission of a material fact It's just not the case here, Uh, but when you buy as is, you truly take your chances.
3: Marilyn, after having three kids, who chickened out and didn't want to try just one more time for a boy?
4: Oh, um, you know, I, uh, like, probably like most people, I kind of, all you ask for is a healthy child, of course, but after I had the first girl, I really was worried I was never gonna have a girl. Right. I really wanted a girl, so after the first girl, you sit around and you're like, "Oh, I hope the next one 's a boy. I hope my second and third child aren't watching right now. you hope the second one's a boy, <laughs> and then it's another the, girl the and then, then you hope the third one. one's a boy, and then that one's another girl and um, and honestly, I wouldn't have it any other way. I right. love having three girls at home they're the best friends cradle to grave they're they're so close because it's just different. They are close. They're very. You, you and your brothers are very close for guys who live yeah. in different states. Yeah, I mean, I
3: grew up among the youngest of three brothers. So, yeah, we're, we're still yeah, very close. You
4: clearly did not know what to do with girls. But
3: <laughs> I still don't. So
4: I would but, have had a fourth.
3: But you also, you know, you had some difficulties. You had a miscarriage before I had two the miscarriages. First and then a miscarriage after yeah, the right. third and or after the second. I can't remember now. After it the second, together. before the third. So th- those are hard things to go through. I mean, altogether, you had five pregnancies. Right. And uh, But if you had it to do over, would you add one more? Or I
4: would. One more? I would. I sometimes feel like the first two were so close in age that the little one deserved a playmate. Now yeah. it's all evened yeah.
3: out
0: and they're all yeah, women. That, but kind of, that
3: dissipates that dissipate. as they get older. That But,
0: but right. I still,
3: I, I kind of wish I had a fourth just for... I kind of agree. Look, kids are like friends. You can't have too many, right? <laughs> no. Right. Well, <laughs> yeah. look, my mom came from a family of 11 brothers right. and sisters, so maybe you can have too many. Yeah. <laughs> This
2: is the plaintiff, Kimmy Mickens. She says the defendant is her younger sister, who she's always helping out, and she needs to take some responsibility for damaging her truck. Sister or no sister, she's owed $1,108.96 for scratched tires and a broken CD player. And she's suing for it here today. This is the defendant, Frances Mickens. She says she can't believe her own sister suing her more than two years after she borrowed her truck one day. She didn't scuff any tires. She didn't break any CD player and has no idea why her sister is trying to turn on her like this. She's accused of dissing a sibling. All parties. Please raise your right
4: hands. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome. All right, Ms. Kimmy Mickens, you are suing your sister, Frances Mickens, for $1,108 in damages. You say she did your car two years ago when you loaned it to her. Tell me what happened.
9: Yes. Well, I received a call, I think it was in the middle of June, where she said she needed need my help in moving. So I decided to help her. But she had so much stuff, I decided to lend her my truck so she, because I wasn't going to be there all the time to help her move because she has a brand new car, but her car is too small for her to load all that stuff in there. Okay, during the time, I think about the end of August, she was finished. She came inside my house and told me that her ex-boyfriend put a CD in my CD player and it got stuck. So she said she's offered to help to get it fixed, but I had things to do. So she said she would give me to the end of November of 2020. So I came to her at November the 25th, 2020 to say, I'm ready for my CD to be fixed in my truck. But then the pandemic came, I couldn't get no answer. Okay. And couldn't get no answer to take her to court. After well, she said- when you say
4: you couldn't get an answer, aren't you guys living in the same house?
9: We wasn't living in the same house at the time, no.
4: But you're living in the same house now.
9: She's in my house now, yes.
4: When you say your house, is it your house or is it your parents' house? No, me and my mother' house together. And both of you own the house? Me and my mother, yes. So why is she, your mother is insisting that she can stay there?
9: Well, when she was moving, I came to her and told my sister that she could stay there for six months. Without any rent until she saved up to move. And how long has it been? But she never did. It's been a year since she's been here now, going on two years. Okay,
4: well, obviously, you two don't get along because you're sitting here suing her. So how are you going to get her out of your house? Is she paying rent?
9: She decided to give my mother the rent money instead of me. So she has always been paying rent? No, not always.
4: Your mom wants her to stay, though.
9: Yes, my mom. I wants got to it. Stay, OK, well, that's the her.
4: answer. Your mom owns half that and your mom wants her to stay. That's her daughter. All right. So I understand now. So are you two not getting along?
9: No, I will have nothing to say to her. You don't
4: even talk to each other. No. All right. How did the CD break? Uh, Miss Frances Mickens. Um, on August 31st, 2019. Um, 2019, not 2020. Yes. Miss Kimmy, is is it correct that it was 2019?
9: Yes.
6: Oh, wow. Okay, so go ahead. We were at the storage place. She allowed me to use one of her trucks, which was the 2004 Ford Explorer, while she drive the other one. So she followed me to the storage place and we were putting up the items. So I, got, I received a phone call from my ex and he asked me, what were we doing? He mm-hmm. asked, do you need any help? He doesn't get off till three o'clock. Okay, knows. you don't have to give me so every said, okay. little detail. Let's what happens to the CD, go ahead. So he puts the CD in the um, truck and it was playing and everything. But when I went to go drop him off, the CD wouldn't come out. But next thing you know, a couple of days later, the CD popped out on its own. Okay. when you say it wouldn't come out, did you do anything to try to get it out? Yes, we tried the eject
4: button. Other than pressing the eject button, did he do anything else to try to get it out? No. Did he stick anything in there to try to get it out? No. Are you the one who drove the truck back to your sister? Yes. All right. Did you stick anything in there to try to get it out?
6: No, I did not.
4: So all that happened was that the eject button didn't work to eject it. What kind of CD
6: was it? It was just a um, club CD. What does that mean? A CD with music on it. That he had made? No, someone else made it for him.
4: Okay. So, um, Ms. Kimmy Mickens, how old is the car?
9: It's 14 years old.
4: How old is the CD player in it? Is it the original? Yes. All right. What do you believe your sister did wrong to break the CD or that she let her boyfriend do that broke the CD, as opposed to that maybe that was the end of its life, unfortunately for her, while it was, you know, while she was borrowing the truck? But how does putting in a CD break a CD player?
9: When I tried to get it out, it was making noise.
4: No, I have no—I I I do not um, disagree with—let's I, I, take at absolute face value that it's broken. I'm going to agree with you that it's broken. But what mm-hmm. actions did she do that caused it to break? She or her friend do that caused it to break. If all they did was put in a, CD, a homemade CD, you're supposed to be able to put in homemade CDs.
9: Well, when I put my original CD in there, I never had a problem. Putting in a homemade CD, CD, CD won't trunk.
4: break a CD player. I'm, I can cut a CD at my computer and put it in my car. There shouldn't be a problem with that. None. There shouldn't be any problem with that. What, what do you think they did wrong that would cause that to happen? You think it has something to do with the CD that they put in? I believe so. Just because of the timing. No, no other evidence, just the timing.
9: Maybe he asserted it wrong, incorrectly.
4: Uh, it's not a lot of ways to insert a CD. There's like a, a little envelope-like hole, and it's a little thin thing, and you just put it in. There's not a whole lot to do. Um, tell That's me about true. the tires. How did she wreck your tires?
9: By she driving on the sidewalk, driving her truck, driving my truck on the sidewalk to help get her stuff closer to my truck.
4: So, did that actually damage the tires, or what are you saying?
9: No, it scuffed the tires, and I sent pictures of it.
4: It scuffed the tires?
9: My tires, yes.
4: Meaning what? That with some armor all it would come out?
9: That's what she said, but it didn't. She told me to use armor all and it'll come out. Right. That didn't work.
4: Okay, so what should I be looking at in this picture?
9: The brown marks. Okay. Those are the, the scuff marks on my tires.
4: When were these pictures taken?
9: I've uh, taken them uh, in the month of uh, July. How old are these tires? They are brand new tires. I got. They don't look them, like uh, brand, brand new th-
4: tires. They're separating.
9: I got them tires done April the 30th of 2019.
4: Are you? Say- I'm seeing here how this looks like it got hit. What's going on here, Ms. Uh, Francis? Did you hit this? No, I did not. I mean, the tread. It looks very new. It's just this is ripped, right? The tread looks new. The tread is great, but what happened there? Something had to hit it.
6: I didn't hit anything when driving her truck. I borrowed her truck that one day what on August the 30th. What happened with the 35th? tires? What did you do to the tires mm-hmm. that you said? Your answer to her
4: was, oh, use some armor So you must know what she's complaining about. So what happened
6: with the tires? I bought her truck back the same way that she had given it to me. And during that particular time, I didn't see where her tires were scuffed up or anything. Okay, so we she, said, she then to. says it to you. How soon after you give it to her? She says it to you right away. No, she did not. When I gave her back her truck, she yes, said nothing of the sort. It so was so a When was the first time
4: that she told that she complained to you? Because you clearly told her about the CD problem,
6: right? Right. It's uh, the first time she complained to me was in September of two thousand nineteen. Okay. How did she complain? And that's to you? when. That's when the CD popped out, and she finally told me that the CD came out. I was waiting for her to tell me that the CD came out. She told me that the CD came out. Then later on, she mentions I scrubbed up her tires. I didn't scrub up her tires. I was not on no sidewalk. It was just a straight path where you drive in. When
4: was the first time, Kimmy, that you told Frances that she scuffed up your tires?
9: It was in the month of June.
4: That's when her move was?
9: Yes. OK,
4: well, do you have any professional testimony from a repair guy about what it's going to take? Like, I, I, you know, it's kind of because I got to be honest with you. If all you say she did was, quote, scuff up your tires, then I'm not getting why that doesn't come out. When were these pictures taken, ma'am?
9: I took them and believe in June of 2019. Yes.
4: OK, so how do I know that that didn't come out with a little armor all the next car wash?
9: It did, and I took it to the car wash. It didn't ever... Do you have any out. pictures
4: of it that are after June to show me that? No, I don't. Okay. Are you living in the same house? Yes. Is the truck there? Yes. Are you in the same house right now while this trial's happening? No.
9: I don't know where she is, but I'm in my house. Okay. Because
4: yeah. <laughs> that'd be pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> um,
9: do you, ladies,
6: literally, Francis? do you two not talk to each other? We don't talk to each other at all. We've been really good for This is my sister, and believe it or not, I love my sister, okay? We have gone places together, chilled together, eateries, and I never had no problem until March 2020 when the pandemic came. She threw me out of the house, she treated me like I was a dog, and I was just like, wow, slept in my car for a couple of days, and I just let it go. And ever since then, we haven't said a word to each other. Because every time I try to talk to her, it's she's growling.
4: What reason did she give you for you having to leave when the pandemic happened?
6: She said, you got it, she came home from work. And she told me that she wanted me out of her house before she had left for work that day. So I was tending to my father, which is ill. And I said, okay, well, I'm gonna leave. Because at first, her and my mother was in agreement, but then when she realized, okay, this is my baby girl, she's throwing my baby girl out. So I slept in my car for like two or three days. Then my mom came out to get me, and she wanted me to come back in the house because she realized that this was dangerous, and I'm her baby girl, she didn't want me sleeping outside.
4: And what was the reason she gave for why you had to leave? Had you two had a fight or anything? No, because
6: I didn't give her her rent monies.
4: So believe it or not, it's not really about the tires and the CD. (laughs) After all that. Who knew? (laughs) These things among family are always way better when the family can resolve them among themselves. Because once you come to court, then all the traditional rules apply. Doesn't matter what someone said they do. Doesn't matter. You know, what matters is just what is the evidence in front of me. Regarding the CD player... I don't have any evidence that they broke the CD versus that the CD broke, you know, when they inserted a CD the way you're supposed to insert a CD. Imagine if you were renting from a landlord and the stove stopped working and then the landlord says, well, you have to buy a new stove. You say, no, I don't. The stove stopped working. I was using the stove the way it's supposed to be used. I didn't do anything different. I didn't jump up and down on it, hit it with a bat. The stove just stopped working. It's your job. You know, like, you're responsible for the care and maintenance of the stove. So you have a CD player that's 14-something, whatever those years were, old, and I think the thing just, you know, stopped working because it stopped working. You know, so there's really, there's nothing in the evidence that would lead me to order her to pay you for the CDs. Now let's talk about the tires. I need to know what's actually wrong with the tires other than they're smudgy. I mean... You know, do you have any evidence that
9: she actually damaged your tire? I saw her. My tire is my truck being on the sidewalk, getting up on the sidewalk. Other that than the aesthetic, I,
4: other than the aesthetic look that you don't like, that you say it's ugly, did she damage your tires?
9: No, it's not damaged. Okay, you discussed them.
4: Okay, and. Um, because my experience with something like that is that it would come out with armor all. That's why I'm wondering why, you know, how it didn't for you. I don't know. Yeah. Um, based on what I've heard, um, Kimmy, I, I cannot rule in your favor on this case. I am ruling in favor of Francis. But let me say something to it's you, okay. Francis. I strongly, strongly suggest that the one person who feels really put out here is Kimmy, and I get why. She loans you something, something breaks and you never pay any money towards helping her fix it. Uh, according to her, you scuffed her tires. You're living in her house that she co-owns. Um, and she didn't want you there, and that's her house that she co-owns. Your mother does, but honestly, this is you're causing all kinds of strife with everybody. When are you gonna move from there? I'm
6: looking for a place now. When did you start looking for a place? Um. Maybe like a month or two after I moved there. That was two years ago? Yes. And I'm still looking. Okay. How hard are you looking? uh, You can't
4: be looking that hard if you can't find a place in two years. Long time. If you call the place with your mother, Kimmy, you gotta get your mother to understand that this is an untenable situation for you.
9: I, I tried. It just, I
4: mean, <laughs> I don't think that she should be tossed on her butt to sleep in the car. That's horrible. But I do think that there should be a timeline
9: that's stuck to. Uh, right. Can I just say this? Yeah. First of all, she had no business having that like, her ex-boyfriend in my truck. That, maybe that's true, but that
4: still doesn't prove he broke it. I'm ruling in favor of Ms. Mickens. Ms. Mickens, okay. I, I, you know, life is very short. Lie. And... I cannot imagine that you should keep this. This may be a gravy train for you. Maybe you're paying very little rent, but don't you want peace in your home? And don't you want your aging parents to have peace in theirs? And I think it's time for you to find another place soon. And I don't know what soon means, but it's sooner than two years, you know? Yes. And there should should be some deadline where you say, okay, by this date, I'm going to be out. And then you should get yourself out by then. Okay. Yes. Yes. Verdict for the defendant.
9: Okay. God sees it all.
7: So the defendant, the younger sister prevails in this case. Kimmy Mickens, uh, the plaintiff, you lost the case. W- what are you thinking right now?
9: I, I'm mad because she's just a liar. I, I'm just mad.
7: I think everybody understands that. What, what can you, what more can you do to get her to move out? The judge thinks she ought to go.
9: Well, if my mother agree with me, we, listen, me and my mother, we don't see eye to eye all the time. But if we don't agree on something, then something should be done. I don't want her there, my mother wants her there.
7: All right, well listen, I'm sorry for that. Good luck to you. Uh, Frances Mickens, the the younger sister, let me ask you ma'am, the judge thinks you ought to really make some steps to move out, what do you think?
6: I believe so because I'm all about peace and i'm going to start looking again for my own place so they can have the peace of their own but i just thank god that this is over that hope she can rest in peace sleep good at night and we can move forward with our lives
7: yeah all right well you got to do that okay listen you 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 won the case you don't owe her anything and uh that wraps it up i guess
8: okay uh doug i want to give you a little lesson on how to protect yourself in situations like this if you believe that your property was damaged, do not sit on your hands and just wait until you make a claim or notify the other person that they're responsible for the damage. You have to act quickly. If you don't act quickly, then other things could have caused the break. It could have been the defendant. On the other hand, it could have been anyone else in the world as far as the judge knows. You have to link it back to the ju- to the defendant, and that means as soon as you see something happens to your property, you got to confront the person you think did it. That will protect your rights.
4: I purchased a 2015 Jeep Patriot in 2018 and had a five-year payment plan, but the finance Accidentally sent me the title to the truck. Do I have a right to discontinue payments and sell the truck?
3: (laughs) No, you don't have the right to do that. It's not your money. (laughs) Uh, this, I love this question because it reminds me of uh, the, the, the old Christmas movie, It's a Wonderful Life, where Uncle Billy accidentally gives old man Potter the money from the building and loan like $10,000. It just, he keeps should it. should have been a deposit. And, right. <laughs> and, and it just ruins them practically. Uh, but yeah, this, is, this kind of stuff happens in the age that we're in today, this electronic age of transferring stuff here and there and letters going back and forth. And... Um, from time to time, banks will put, or lenders will put money in your account that they didn't really mean to put there. Yeah, you got to give it back. Otherwise it's theft
4: and you get arrested. There's cases like this all the time.
3: You might win for a few minutes, but in the long run, you're going to get crushed and you're not going to win. It's not
8: your money. Right. And that's going to do it for this session of the People's Court. And we will see you next time.